So some of those red flags, man, that I've noticed with drivers is, you know, if they're over the road, not communicating, you know, fleet manager, dispatchers calling them, you know, they're not responding, you know, they're just doing their thing, they're running. Another red flag, man, is not paying attention to your, your hours of service, just running. You know what I'm saying? You're in all type of violations and, you know what I'm saying? You're just not running. And the next thing, man, I would say really is just that uh, emotional stability. You know, like, you know, when we talk to drivers on the phone, you know, you're going to know the, the emotional stability they're in as you continue to uh, speak with them every day. And you can notice, you know, some emotional instability. Yo, 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 what's good, what's good? Welcome to another episode of Trekking Made Passive. I'm Q with Priceless Regime. What's going on, everybody? It's D. Lee checking in. Let's get it, let's get it. So on this episode or on this podcast, of course, we're just going to be giving game back to the community, really just uh, just showing the, the community um, about trucking, you know, exposing trucking from different perspectives. And just one of my main objectives is to ensure people understand that Passive income gives you time freedom, and that's the highest paid currency there is. So, D. Lee, how you doing, man? Man, I'm good, bro. I'm blessed. How you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm actually doing well. Enjoying my day, man. So everything's going smooth, man. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. What are we speaking on today, man? Ready to roll into it today, man? Let's talk about let's talk about these drivers, man. Like, what type of drivers should we be looking for? Like, from from your perspective, you know, what type of drivers should we be looking for? I like a person that got some uh, skin in the game, I'll say. Somebody that got maybe three to five years, and I know they'll be accepting on the insurance with no problem with their experience. And I also like somebody that has a clean MVR, man, or if anything, they may have something that's not a major incident on the MVR. As far as a driver that's in a SAP program, which is the substance abuse, it all just depends on why they're in there, you know. I definitely like a clean MVR, clean record. I like a driver that's going to stay out at least, you know, two weeks maybe then come home but if not if the drivers are monday through friday it all depends on the location of that driving at home time man so that's kind of what i'm looking for gotcha gotcha and i definitely understand that and i think that, that you hit some some good topics you know you talked about you know just having that clean mvr like that's literally the base you know that you need especially for newer trucking companies if you get into the trucking industry and you're looking for a driver at minimum, that driver needs a clean motor vehicle report. They need a good history as far as, you know, no tickets or accidents in the last two to three years. Because typically, you know, that's how long insurance companies go back. They go back two or three years to check MVR. So at minimum, you know, you need to be looking for a driver with no accidents or tickets in the last two to three years and a clean MVR report. Um, you mentioned the, the substance abuse program. Me personally, I'm a person that, you know, loves to give second, third chances. Um, now you have to, you know, when it gets to that second or third time, you know, we're looking at character. As far as the character with the driver, I'm looking for somebody, number one, who's going to have some leadership skills, who can make decisions while on the road. Number two, I'm looking for somebody who's going to be able to communicate, somebody who is able to pick up the phone, let me know what's going on. If they have any issues, they're able to give me a call or they're able to get a dispatcher call and let them know. Hey, I'm running late. Hey, this is going on at the receiver of the uh, shipper. Hey, I just had an incident with the truck where it's not start. I need somebody who's going to communicate and communicate correctly and efficiently. Number three, I need somebody who's going to know how to work that ELD, man. 
electronic law device. A lot of times you have these older drivers who have these phones where it just is not compatible. They don't really know how to maneuver through it. Now we have so many hours of service violations because they don't know how to switch from. Now for me, man, it's a little different. I analyze drivers from the first day I'm doing that phone interview. I'm analyzing that driver. You know, how responsive are they with, you know, hitting me back via text, via email, via phone call? You know, are they very prompt with in the clearinghouse things done? So when it comes to, you know, keeping out a good driver, you know, I feel like I have, you know, the experience to know. I know like the first interview. I know during the phone conversation, you know, if you just yapping at the mouth, you know, about your old employer and things like that, you know, that's a red flag. If you're talking about, you know, I don't need to this employer a two-week notice, that's a red flag. Even though I understand you want to leave from where you've been working, but you have common courtesy, you know, is, you know, to give a two-week notice, 10-day notice, something, some type of notice, even if you guys, you know, are on bad terms. I think common courtesy just, just leave on, you know, two-week, 10-day notice. Outside of that, man, being proactive, that's like one of the biggest things that I look for, you know, those first 90 days when it comes to finding a good driver, being proactive. Um, a lot of people don't understand, man, you know, in the industry, basically, man, they say it's, it takes three drivers to find that one good driver. And um, what a lot of people, a lot of fleet owners don't understand before they prior, prior to coming into this game that, man, those first 90 days, that driver can be put on the egg. You really, you, you don't know that driver until, you know, they're over the road and a little adversity hits. You really don't know that driver. That During that interview process, they can fake the funk. You know, that's, that's just being, you know, real. They can fake the funk. Um, about, a lot of us, you know, know how to fake the funk in the interview. That first two or three weeks, you know, they're over the road, you know, going through the, the normal protocols. But what I have seen that what I've seen over the years is drivers that when they get to a point where they're, they're missing their kids, missing their, their significant others, that's when they show their true character. That's typically when they show their true character because, I've seen drivers that commit to, you know, 10 to 14 days out on the road, want to come home every weekend. Nah, man, I, you know, I got my, my wife, you know, she wanted to, you know, do X, Y, and Z. You know, my, my kids got to, you know, do X, Y, and Z, which I totally understand. I'm a very understanding person when it comes to just the home time, extremely understanding. But when we have commitment that were made prior to, then we have to, go another route, you know. But yeah, that, that's kind of like, man, my, my biggest thing, that proactiveness and um, just really seeing after those 90 days. Nah, I definitely feel you on that. I know some of the people, they definitely going to want to know what are some of those red flags that you notice early on when you're dealing with the driver? So some of those red flags, man, that I've noticed with drivers is, you know, if they're over the road, not communicating. You know, fleet manager, dispatchers calling them, you know, they're not responding. You know, they're just doing their thing. They're running. Another red flag, man, is not paying attention to your, your hours of service. Just running. You know what I'm saying? You're in all type of violations. And you know what I'm saying? You're just not running. And the next thing, man, I would say really is just that uh, emotional stability. You know, like, you know, when we talk to drivers on the phone, you know, you're going to know the, the emotional stability they're in as you continue to uh, speak with them every day. And you can notice, you know, some emotional instability. So yeah, those are like some top three red flags that communication, you know, not being on top of your hours of service and then just that emotional stability because that emotional stability 
eventually they're going to make an emotional decision. And that's why I say that emotional stability is really a red flag. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Now, nah, those are all uh, good gems. I know the people definitely appreciate that, man. But uh, as far as driving, man, let's get down to the experiences, man. What have you seen like your actual driver? Give us just some of the horror stories, man, that actually happens with these drivers just to get people realize situation that we just cannot make up. Man, um, like, I, I think this, this was probably one of the most emotional phone calls I've had with the driver um, in the situation. And I, I forget what the driver was. He may have been in North Carolina, but the driver actually, you know, he was at the shipper. And um, the story goes from the driver um, perspective is, you know, the shippers, you know, called him a name, you know, called him a, a racial slur. And, you know, the driver was so upset, you know, he was actually thinking about going in to fight the actual person in the shipper. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm big on the, on the psyche. I'm big on the EQ these days. So I'm asked to drive, you know, I asked the driver, I say, Hey, you know, did you, you know, what type of racial slur or, or, or what did he call you? Or what did he say to you? And the driver could never confirm. And what I realized through the conversation that this was all in his head. This was all in his driver's head. And the driver has shown previous conversations, just the emotional instability. So it was all in the driver's head. He felt as if they were actually joking on him or, or calling him names, um, which made him feel some type of way. And um, it, it got to the point where, you know, the driver is literally crying on the phone and he is, you know, thinking about going in and, and fighting him, you know, and, and literally like, thinking about choking the, the people in the shipper. And you know, I had to just calm the driver down. I had to calm the driver down. Um, and man, it's, it was a lot, it was a layered conversation. It was more to it than um, like actually, you know, people calling him a, a racist slur, which I found out wasn't true. But um, yeah, that was a layered situation. You know, a, a grown man crying on the front phone. And um, from my perspective, you know, I'm trying to ensure that this load gets delivered not damage this relationship with the shipper and calm this driver down at the same time. So it was a tough situation for me. Plus I'm like five, 600 miles away. I'm just on the phone with this driver trying to calm him down. So that was, um, that was one of the more, you know, stickier uh, situations, man. Gotcha, man. It sounds like that one definitely can get out of control with a driver who like mostly uh, not stable, man. I mean, I can just only imagine just the, the situation that puts you in and, and the other stories that you probably, you know, uh, incidents they probably have did while on the road, man. That's hard to trust somebody like that because if you do that at one shipper, there's no telling what you'll do down the road with a, with other shippers and receivers, man, because you're going to have to deal with people with different races, and that's just what it is, man. You got to know how to handle yourself professionally. So uh, just going to imagine, you know, how that was with that driver. Definitely, man. Definitely now. But, hey, I appreciate you, D. Lee. We're going to wrap everything up today. I appreciate everybody checking in. See you next episode. Let's go.